I do think that is an important thing and that is something we do need to promote more in Scotland. For me, like growing up in Greece, I thought I would never run a business because I've never seen anyone in, in the, the way I saw myself doing that. Um, so it was kind of like completely out of equation. And then when I started doing that, going back, I realized that that was the problem. There was no one that I had as role model who'd done that for me to be like, yes, I want to be like that. Welcome to The Entrepreneur Project, stories of innovation and scale. Each episode, we're diving into conversation with entrepreneurs, innovators, and business leaders who will share insight into growing high-impact organizations. In this season, we've heard from five brilliant innovators, leaders, and entrepreneurs. From who we employ to what we eat, each conversation has come back to one important theme, community and people. Here at FutureX, we know that our people are our most important asset. Who we work with and who we work for is an issue close to our hearts, and we're always looking for how we can continue to empower the community we're building around our events. Rounding out the season is Zoe and Bruce, co-founders of FutureX. They caught up with Colin just after Startup Summit 2019 to reflect on how the day went, how the event fits into FutureX's mission, and how we're going to keep building the FutureX community in 2020 and beyond. Over to you, Colin. So we're just off the back of Startup Summit. How uh, how are things at the FutureX offices? Um, we'll start with you, Zoe. Are, are things calmed down or uh, is it still as hectic as ever? Um, it's, it's, it's both. I think we always have kind of like a week of calming down. You know, you, you've been working a lot for something and then you have the day, you see it come into action and then you're kind of like a breathing space. But uh, but we're gearing up for next year as well. So, so we keep busy, which is really exciting. Yes, indeed. Um, does it ever does it ever kind of slow down at all during the year? You have so many different events on. Uh, no, it doesn't. And I think we keep waiting for that moment. We keep waiting for the moment. It's like, yeah, now that will be the quiet time, and it never is. So I think we just need to to embrace that. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So over the last, I mean, over the last uh, four or five weeks, we've heard from so many great entrepreneurs, so many teachers, so many just great people in general about the companies they're building in Scotland. What was, Bruce, what was the the feedback like from the attendees around the talks, around what were people taking away from them? Well, I think this year, you know, we really have exceeded the level of everything that we've done previously. And I think that's really mostly to do actually with the way the entrepreneurial ecosystem is growing and expanding and it's expanding opportunities. And, And Scotland is really on everyone's map at the moment. So, you know, we had lots of speakers approaching us asking to speak this year, which was really cool. And I, I think that was uh, really received by the by the attendees. Um, there was, I guess, this feeling of Scotland actually has all the capabilities, it has all the resources, it has all the people, um, but it's not always so visible. Um, for such a small place, uh, actually getting everyone together in one space um, doesn't happen as often as, as it should really. Uh, so I think that yeah. feeling of, of being able to see everything um, was one of the big takeaways this year. Yeah, yeah. Do you find often an event like that, it's it's a big part of it. It's just people coming along and seeing that there's other folk in the same boat and, and just kind of getting motivated by yeah. that. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's it's one of the things that people say to us all the time is that, and, and we know it ourselves is, you know, if you're pursuing anything that is innovative or is involved in entrepreneurship, then it's lonely. Um, and it's sometimes really hard to appreciate that there's someone else that's feeling this way. Um, and then you come to an event like that where you know there are so, so many people, 
and they're going through largely the same challenges. Um, and yet, it is that kind of the need for a community. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're certainly building that around Startup Summit. I mean, how many years is that has been going on now? Eight years. This is that. That was the eighth year I just passed. Um, so yeah, so it's growing all the time. Um, and I think the thing about, uh, about Startup Summit is that it is there for people at different stages of their journey. So you know, we had some people who are who are had attended the event eight years ago and we're now speaking at it, having you know built a business, raised a lot of money. Um, so it's been there for, through people's journeys, which has been quite exciting for us to be able to watch as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're talking about um, Scotland as a, an ecosystem there. I was, I was about, I mean, I could ask the question, like, is it possible to grow a big company, a big startup in Scotland? I mean, the, the answer to that is obviously yes, we've seen some in the past, but do you think it's as, like, what's it like right now? Like, can we go to, go to you, Zoe? Like, what, what do you see it like right now in Scotland? Somebody starting a new company right at this very moment. Okay. Is it as easy? Is it is it as possible right now in Scotland as it is in England, in the US, elsewhere in the world? Um, I do think it is. I do think we have a lot of skills and a lot of potential. And it's about understanding the mindset and understanding that we can really do this. We see a lot of startups coming up um, the past couple of years. And I think... Um, the ecosystem has grown as well. The support is is big. Uh, we we do a lot of international work and we talk with um, a lot of uh, people, especially in the US. And sometimes they come to us and say, you know, what you have in Scotland is very unique. There are a lot of places around the world that they don't have the support. Even in the US, um, even big um, big countries, they don't have that kind of support. Um, so definitely the support is there. Definitely the potential is there. Uh, for me, it's about growing this ambition. Um, the fact that, yes, we can do it. Sometimes uh, we need to tell entrepreneurs in Scotland that, yes, uh, you can do this and, and there's not, nothing stopping you from it. Indeed. What do you think, Bruce? Where, where is the first place people should start when they are beginning their journey in Scotland mm. uniquely? I mean, so I think, you know, adding to what Zoe was saying there is that it's about appreciating that uh, we have a really supportive early stage ecosystem, um, but that you shouldn't expect that everything is always just going to be on your doorstep. So mm. we live in a more interconnected world than ever before. And the ability to access skills and resources and knowledge and advice actually is open to you anywhere in the world. So you can tap into that from wherever you are. And I think that's the thing that I see with Scotch companies here that have been able to grow really large is that they found themselves in Scotland but they don't limit themselves to Scotland. Is they yeah. pull in all the resources that is around them. Um, and so, you know, if if you were starting a business today, my first advice to you would be to uh, start researching online. Look at meetups, look at events, and just get into the ecosystem to begin with. And then conversations start to develop, and then you can start to go to people like if you're in Scotland. You know, Business Gateway is a great place to start just to validate mm. a bit of your ideas. Tell as many people as possible. Don't keep them to yourself. Um, make sure you're speaking to people and getting that validation and iterating as you go. Um, and then once you're ready, there are so many organizations that are available to help you. You know, whether it's in Scotland, again, if it's the Scottish Edge for a bit of funding, whether it is need if you're in universities, you can go to the Scottish Institute for Enterprise. I mean, it is literally one Google away to finding all the answers. You know, it's out there. Um, and the minute you scratch beneath the surface, you'll realize that there's tons and it just is pathways onto the each, each support. 
Yeah. Have you found, I mean, you mentioned a few different funding options there. Most of that arguably is kind of early seed money, I guess. What about the next stage? Do you think it's do you think that's available in Scotland? I've I've heard stories over the years of, you know, companies as they get to a certain scale, they have to head south or even head over the water to America to start getting the larger rounds of funding. Do you think that's still true? I think that um in Scotland there are a few um VCs now that are prepared to uh, to put in more growth money and definitely get you going. Um what I'm seeing is lots of UK-wide firms are now very much looking at Scotland as well. So they're opening offices in Scotland. Um, if I take like Techstar, for, for example, um, you know, Mark Hogarth was at the after party and I think he said to me, uh, after party of Startup Summit, and I think he said to me that they've done a live in deals this year um, and they're, they're hoping to, to move at the kind of same velocity for next year. Um, and, you know, that's just one new firm. Uh, that is that is investing in Scotland. So there's definitely an emergence of that. But again, is the why are you not contacting VCs in Newcastle, Manchester, Leeds, London? Um, you know, it's 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 only a, a train journey away, um, and so people need to think about that. It's not just about your immediate geography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's as easy for me almost to uh, get to London as to as it is to Edinburgh these days. <laughs> down in an hour as opposed to the train. So. Indeed. Um, I mean, the other side of the coin, like in the past, certainly there has been um, certainly a, a story that to build a big company, you need to get that funding and you need to be getting your seed funding and then looking towards millions of pounds worth of funding after that. But I've certainly seen uh, in Scotland and internationally a, a greater move towards this revolutionary thing called working towards profit <laughs> and actually building off that. Is Do you think that's actually having an effect in Scotland as well? People starting to do more of the bootstrap type movement whereby they actually build a company that can profit early and take much less money, own more of their company uh, in the later days. Um, definitely, I would say that definitely we say that. I think um, it, for me, it goes back to the support that exists in Scotland because you can easily access grants even through the Scottish Enterprise, as we said, with edge and loans. Um, there is the idea that, you know, when you start, it's quite easier to get some seed money that is not about giving your money, like some of your APT away in particular. Uh, so you have more chances to prove the market. And then I think that builds your confidence in terms of, okay, maybe I can do this and start selling and getting more money. I do think in general, we see this change um, in terms of how the world is going. I think people are a bit more proud these days to say, yes, I've done that. I bootstrapped my company and I'm growing my company. Um, and probably that is a result of, you know, all these big companies like taking all the money, giving away. And now we see the other side of it because it was an exciting story after a couple of years ago. But now you see what happens then. Um, so definitely there is that. But I do think it's also part of the support we get in the ecosystem. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. And if I can add to that. I think that, um, again, it's all about the type of business you want to run. Um, and so a big thing at, at FutureX is that we talk about wanting to support people for whatever they want to build. So if they want mm. to build something really big, we want to make sure that that is available to them. But equally, if you want to build a mid-sized company, which is profitable and employs a lot of people, does some fantastic work, we should be really proud of that in this country. It's not all about just achieving the billion pound status, billion dollar status. It's about building companies that are meaningful. Um, and that's not always about scale. But I definitely think that if you uh, do want to grow fast, and in particular markets, the only way to do that is to take on 
a lot of VC money and grow at exponential rate, which means you, you know, it's kind of that winner-take-all philosophy, um, which I don't necessarily think is very healthy at all. But it's about understanding what you want to do. So you can absolutely bootstrap and then prove your validation. Um, and that's a really, really legitimate and uh, underrepresented path. Um, and I think that maybe we lost a bit of that in the kind mm. of boom of seeing all these unicorns and who's the next big thing. We just stopped speaking about this community that has always existed that believes in bootstrapping and growing profitable, meaningful companies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder as well around, I think, was it yourself, Zoe, you mentioned before we started recording around the, the idea of role models yes. as well. Uh, and most of the big role models that we saw on the news and the, in sort of the, the tech news were venture-backed, were huge companies. Um, so they were probably the role models at the time, five years ago, even up to recently. Uh, do, do you think we need more role models of people that are growing different types of businesses, different monetization models, different model, all that kind of stuff, different business models? Definitely. We do need the role models, like the variety of role models is what will help us build the diversity we need to build. Like businesses need diversity in, in any way. Um, it's the same with gender role models, you know, making sure that we represent different genders in terms of growth and companies. Um, I do think that is an important thing. And that is something we do need to promote more in Scotland. Uh, and showing, as kind of like Bruce said, showing all the different varieties is all about what you want to build rather than someone told you what to build. Uh, because it's a give or take. Like if you want to build a massive company uh, that grows really fast, you will have to give something for that. And it's not only the equity of your company, it would be something from your personal life. Like that would have to be your focus. Um, so you really need to understand why you want to build. And then we need to make sure that we give a diversity of role models for people who have done all the different things so you can pinpoint which one is best for you. Um, for me, like growing up in Greece, I thought I would never run a business because I've never seen anyone in, in the, the way I saw myself doing that. Um, so it was kind of like completely out of equation. And then when I started doing that, going back, I realized that that was the problem. There was no one that I had as role model who'd done that for me to be like, yes, I want to be like that. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, how do we get more of those out there into the world? How do we elevate because those people obviously exist how do we elevate them so that people can see them and use them as role models maybe we should start a podcast <laughs> <laughs> but no but seriously no i think that sorry i, I was uh, being mean now i think that the but this is part of it is about using the resources that you know that we have is you know uh, you're the expert at podcasting we know a bunch of really interesting people and if we can collaborate together to showcase that and I really think that's what it's all about. And I think if we can expand that into the wider ecosystem, it's all of us pulling on the things that we're good at to showcase uh, different people doing really interesting things. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, we've had a lot of speakers over from Silicon Valley in the past. Uh, and, and this year in particular, we made a real effort to try and get a lot of European founders and companies represented because it's not all about what happens on the West Coast, US. Yeah. Um, there is success everywhere and we should be shedding light on that yeah yeah here you're um and i think you're absolutely right you're, there's so many great names so many great companies so many different ways of thinking uh at your events at startup summit uh impact summit everywhere that yeah they just need brought to light so absolutely hopefully we can do that over uh, coming episodes certainly um i actually i had a question just around 
those events talking about the two startup yeah. summit impact it's impact summit isn't it is that right yeah. yeah yes what 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 do you see as being the difference between the two what why should we go to both so impact summit for me is all about what type of business do we want to create and what does the business world look like and in particular how is it changing um, and i think that at futurex we really believe that the future of business is meaningful, responsible, purpose-driven organizations that can be both sustainable and scalable. Um, and at Impact Summit, we're really going into the themes that are you know, really challenging us as a, as a society and the role of business within that. So you know, this year or uh, for 2020, we're going to be looking at um, climate change, sustainable fashion, and tech for good, um, and bring in a, a real variety of speakers. Um, and then Startup Summit is saying, okay, we've been to Impact Summit. We are going to build a responsible, meaningful, sustainable, scalable business. But actually, I still need to be able to be an expert at sales, marketing, recruitment, investment, culture, and all the kind of skills that it takes to grow a business. Um, and I think that's what Startup Summit uh, does. Really, the, the idea is that they reinforce each other and it becomes a virtuous cycle where you can be energized, be purpose-driven, and you can be fully resourced to be a successful, scalable company. Um, kind of like adding to that, uh, it, for me, it's also thinking about what we said before, which is the community, like the, the people who have with you, the, the, the fact that it's lonely. And it's like, you know, you need these like-minded people. And for me, that's kind of like you need people who, who can help you and, and reinforce the idea of building a business based on, on a purpose and on a mission, uh, because that can become even lonelier sometimes. And then you need the people who can help you uh, kind of like get the inspiration and motivation to build a business and, and scale it and really, really go for it. And I think that's what you get. You get this community at the events. Yeah, yeah. And I think you guys do really well at starting to build that that peer support sort of aspect to it as well with the meetups in between and everything as well. Do you do you have any other plans around building that community, that peer support, that that just motivation that you get around that mm. throughout next year? So we are uh, still doing our uh, socials uh, in our office in Leith, um, which is really just a, it's a community event for lots of the, uh, particularly the Leithers around us. There's a really nice growing community um, of, of businesses in, in around where we're at. So we love doing them. We love having them in our office. And, and we always cover uh, interesting themes, and we do that throughout the year. Um, but the, the big kind of project for us uh, next year is to launch Futurex Plus, which is an opportunity for the entrepreneurs, uh, the intrapreneurs um, who attend our events already, who are part of our community, to be able to get access to all the inspiration, tools, resources, opportunities that we have at our physical events and get access to that online. So they'll be able to tap into interesting video content. They'll be able to participate in a community forum where we can share ideas and really make sure that the conversations that happen at Startup Summit and Impact Summit are being uh, continued all year round and that no one kind of falls off or doesn't know where to go first for the next level of support. Um, and so we're launching that um, for the first 50 uh, people. And so it's, we're only going to open up to 50 people uh, who have been with us for uh, a long time, have been part of the community. Um, and then later in the year, we should open that up to, to everyone. Excellent. And and that's uh, is that a membership organization type approach? Just a, a monthly fee just to get access to the community? 
Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. instead of buying your tickets to Startup Summit and Impact Summit, your tickets are included um, and it all rolls into uh, a monthly subscription, which means you get access to everything that we do throughout the year, but you also get access to your tickets to the socials and to the big events as well. Yeah, yeah, excellent. And is that part of... Uh, uh, I mean, is that that that'll be just a change in thinking around how your how the organisation itself, like FutureX itself, is running? Is that I mean, what what are your real sort of goals for the organisation in twenty twenty? Uh, we do really need, want to to grow and scale the organisation. I think this is a response to the fact that you know people get so much out of the events, and then they come and say, okay. Uh, we we can't wait until the next event. What is in it for us? How can we engage with you? And and this was kind of like our solution to do that. But of course, it's going to change how we work. Um, I think the main thing is that you know we we are based in Scotland. We're based in Edinburgh, and we're proud of that. We're proud to support the ecosystem, but we're also international, and we want to to use that opportunity to really grow and scale internationally and help and 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 build this community for everyone in the world. Yeah, that's excellent. I mean, let's just tie up on that then. You think the the kind of the startup destinations around the world? Do you think we can uh, we can help Edinburgh become you know as high a name as as Silicon Valley, as you know Tel Aviv, as some of the great sort of um, tech uh, or startup cities around the world? So, I mean, I think that we need to carve out about what what we want to be the best in the world at, and it's not about trying to replicate uh, the success necessarily of of other places. But for me, I think. The opportunity for Scotland is to be the heart of purpose-driven businesses that are able to solve problems at scale. So we're not just talking about uh, businesses that are really impactful, but they do it on just a small scale. We want to take all the models that have helped companies grow exponentially and apply it to those purpose-driven companies. Um, And I think that this year, we really saw purpose-driven business move into the mainstream and next year, we need to absolutely solidify that place, that place, and make sure it's not just a trend, it's not just fashion, but that that becomes the way people start and grow companies. That's so good. I I do. I mean, I I've got to just say I applaud you guys for the way you run your events, your meetups, your just your general community. Like even the way you communicate in your emails, it's always just so. Yeah, purpose driven, like you say, it's just it comes across as as meaningful, as as deeper than just you know trying to make money, but it's more trying to make an impact, as trying to you know help the world and help the people around you. So just yeah, thanks very much for putting that out there into the Scottish community from me. Oh, well, you're very welcome. I mean, we, we've got a fabulous team. You know, we've assembled yeah. a group of people who are so committed to this mission, um, and you know, I think that comes across. Well, obviously, comes across uh, in the newsletters, which is. Uh, which is what we want. Yeah, excellent stuff. Well, where would people go to find out more about the the events and the work that you guys do? It's all online at futurexinnovation.com. And then from there, it will send you off to the the various uh, different websites if you need Startup Summit or Impact Summit or Silicon Valley program. Uh, It's all available there. We've also got a really cool resource platform on there, so it's all free uh, if people want to go on and just read about all sorts of different subjects. The Entrepreneur Project is brought to you by FutureX and the podcast host. You can get more information about FutureX at futurexinnovation.com. And if you want to launch your own podcast, check out the full guide at thepodcasthost.com forward slash start. 
or feel free to try out the Podcast Maker app, alitu.com. That's A-L-I-T-U.com. Graphics are by Laurie Davidson and the show is edited and produced by the podcast host.